live and pre-recorded. This is the Red Ticket Blues Podcast. I am Brian Buckley. This is being recorded on July 17th, 2017. Oh, it's a beautiful day. Oh, oh God. It's just one of those beautiful Barcelona days they always talk about, you know? It's getting a little rough, though. It's getting a little rough. I'll get into that. Just, you know, I, I gotta complain about something. Even, even vacationing for a long period of time in a major European city, I have to bitch and moan about some shit. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at BrianBuck13 and at RedTicketBlues. And remember to uh, listen to the show and leave a review if you'd uh, be so kind. I'm going to say at the beginning of the episode. Maybe maybe now you'll do it more instead of at the end. Was, oh, he's going to get in a spiel. So uh, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, YouTube, Google Play. Remember to leave a review on any of those. Any of those. It, it, it helps. So subscribe, review. Enough of the begging. Christ, you're like one of the beggars here on the street of Barcelona. So I hear in my third week. We're beginning of the third week here. In uh, Barcelona, and it's beautiful, as you can imagine. You know, it just like I said, you know, they just, they just can't be beat. <laughs> they always talk about it. Um, but there are some things that have me sort of hankering for home, so to speak. The United States, Los Estados Unidos, that's in uh, Spanish. There's, there's just some things. I talked about the smoking last week, and uh, I guess that really doesn't want to make me go back to the United States, but it's like they're smoking in my face, and uh, it's continuing, and. I don't want to have to continue to linger behind people as they smoke to breathe in the air and say, oh, yeah, that's that's almost like what soak smoking a cigarette was like. <sighs> Maybe I'll just have to rip the cigarette. You know, the, you know, you have those thoughts <laughs> and we've all had these thoughts. You walk by a policeman, it's like from the age of five and you see the gun sitting there and you're like, man, I just want to rip that gun out of his hand, out of his holster to see what happens. I see people smoking cigarettes sometimes. And I almost want to just go over and take it out of their hand, smoke it, and they did that some like uh, Roy Munson taking the piece of pizza out of the guy's hand in Kingpin. I, I want to do that sometimes with cigarettes. But there's a new thing in Barcelona. It's not really a new thing, but a new thing that it's come to my attention, and that is the copious amount of piss everywhere and the stench wafting throughout the air in Barcelona. I was trying to think of some name that Barcelona is known by, or you know, but nickname. I couldn't think of it. Uh, but yes, piss is everywhere. Now, we've all been drunk. We found a corner and, you know, it's just sort of piss there, piss here. Now, Barcelona is very proactive when it comes to recycling. I know the United States is uh, very, some people are just so fucking reluctant and I don't understand. Uh, I mean, if the government's telling you that you have to drive 50 miles to get rid of some, some you know, plastic and paper, then I get it. But, you know, they're providing you with another can. It's really not that difficult. But here they they don't you don't actually have the cans. I'm in the city, so they they have these uh, just dumpsters all over the streets everywhere. And there's like five different dumpsters. So you go to different streets, you're gonna smell garbage a little more. In certain areas, yes, yeah, certain areas, no. It's also the middle of summer here too, so it's hot. So a lot of homeless here, and I'll tell you, they have no problem going right up to these dumpsters. I mean, these dumpsters are not hidden away. It's like you go to the corner, they're right there. The cars drive right along them. People pissing right between them. I mean, I'm not even talking being discreet about it. You know, the whole shaft out there, just let the urine flow. I mean, there we go, all right? So, but another thing, people have dogs too, and they let the dogs piss. There's just a smell of, whenever you see liquid on the ground, I'm just assuming it's piss. So, it's I'm, I'm jumping like it's hopscotch everywhere, because there's piss all over over the place. Uh, Aside from that, the other thing that annoys me too is when you're in a big city like this, especially in Europe, in all the tourist trap restaurants, because you know what it's like when you're staying in Europe for like multiple weeks, and I know you can all relate. (laughs) Um, You go to tourist areas, 
and the like the 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 owner has to come out and like just stare at you like holding the menu like hi i have to eat too you know you may want to eat and i want to provide you with that but that helps me eat if you don't come into my store my children won't eat my dream is for them to get real jordans uh, right now, they're with the really fake Jordans that you can tell from a mile away. Slow baby steps, aspirations to get to those ones where you have to think twice about it, and maybe they're real, maybe they're not, you know? But I'd like to get the real ones. I want to spend all my money on $400 pair of sneakers. Or those big baller brands. Oh! How about Lonzo Ball, huh? Forget forget the father, which they, he wants us to talk about them. He wants us to. So I'm not talking about him, even though I already talked about him. But Lonzo Ball, huh? He's, uh, he's I'd say he's dominating the Summer League, but... I asked the question on Twitter, you're the number two pick in the draft ranks. Are you supposed to dominate the summer league? Would you find it fucking weird if Lonzo Ball is struggling in the summer league? That would, uh, that'd be, that'd be a red flag to me somehow. Uh, I'm not sure how Marco Fultz is doing, but, uh, I know he was. Well, why the fuck do I care? It's the NBA summer league. There's baseball to be played. There's Aaron Judge hitting home runs. I love Aaron Judge. I'm all over the place here right now. We'll, We'll get back to Barcelona in a second. I love Aaron Judge, but we, we gotta, we got to bring it back. Uh, I think people are losing their fucking minds about, like, how tall he is. <laughs> Did you know if you really put him in fucking Paul Bunyan's story, they'd be like the same person? <laughs> Fanboys. Fanboys are out of control and in other areas, too. But we'll get into uh, all of that. But let me just close up with Barcelona here. But the restaurant owners, again, the, the begging outside, I intentionally go to the other side of the street. I'm like Mark Cuban when he said if he saw a young black kid or a white tattooed guy just zigzagging across the street. That's exactly what I'm doing. Okay, he's got a menu. Fuck him. I don't want it. Don't, don't do this. Or the ones that like point to your table, like, uh, like they've used the motion, like, here you go. Here's your table as you're walking down the street as a regular pedestrian. Ah, sir. Ah, ah, get the fuck away from me. You are driving me to eat out of a garbage can where there's probably piss. Um, gotta love piss. Another thing that's interesting here, I, uh, if you don't know, they speak Spanish here in, uh, Barcelona, part of the Catalonian region, but the primary language is Catalan. And I went to a movies the other day, and it was some movie that I really didn't give a shit about, and, uh, my wife wanted to see it. I was expecting, it was supposed to be a challenge for me, because it was in Catalan, but, uh, the, the, I thought the subtitles would be in Spanish. The subtitles were in English. You know how much of a big fuck you that is to like people that speak Spanish here? It's like, yeah, you're in Catalan. Speak, you're, you're in Catalonia. Speak Catalan. Motherfucker. All right. And what's this, you know, the, the, I obviously don't go to the movies very often. This is 2017. Do we need the guy behind the, the, you know, dispensing the movie tickets where you give the money with the fucking like, glass and like the microphone is that necessary is that ever really necessary there are so many transactions done in this world where there is no barrier nor do you need some poorly constructed microphone as well when you go to the bar is there a guy with a microphone behind it what is that anyways what is this wacky comedy hour what's the deal but i'm uh this is a little different because I've seen a lot of the, I've already seen a lot of the attractions here. So hit, definitely hitting up a lot of bars and I'm at that age now too. And I'm taking, uh, like I said, Spanish class, uh, last podcast, taking a Spanish class. And yes, I am the oldest one there. Uh, a lot of the kids uh, are on their phone the whole time. Is it, this is what it is. You fucking kids now. Is this, is this what class is? You're on your phone the whole time, constantly asking, excuse me, uh, una pregunta, uh, is this on the exam? Like over and over. 
and over again. Listen, I'm an old man trying to get something out of this. Jesus Christ. But uh, we're going all over the, you know, the bars. Lots of kids here. Lots of, lots of, you know, exchange students and just people doing summer abroad here. Having a time of their life. Stuff I never did. I spent my summers in uh, uh, Westbrook, Old Saber, Connecticut. I mean, it's it's not exactly Barcelona, but eh, yeah, whatever. Say la vie, right? Uh, <laughs> um, this podcast is terrible. But my wife and I have been going to a lot of bars and... You sort of at this age now, I am 36 years old. You have to like size up the bars. You know, it was one thing when you were 18 to, well, 21 to, you know, 28, 29. You could probably go to any bars. Once you hit around 30, you have to make that decision. Because we went to a great bar. It was a real dump uh, called, it, it's, it hails itself as possibly the dirtiest bar in the world. And it really wasn't that dirty. But, you know, very uh, hip vibe, you know, reggae. And, you know, it, it was good. It was good. Um, but my wife says, you know, you have to decide now, Brian, you, you can't just go to any bar. You're at this age now where you have to pick, are you going to the dive bar or are you going to the bar where you have to dress up and pretend to enjoy $13 margaritas? Like the one with like the really new luminescent lights and it's really dark and everyone's supposed to be you know, professional and, and they're supposed to be enjoying the fact that they're spending a shitload of money for watered down drinks. Like not a club, but you know that like adult place. I haven't gone to one as any as adults. I was with people who when we went to them when we were younger and I was just like, well, this place sucks and uh, I don't ever want to come here again. But that's like the norm now. You have to go there or you have to go to the dive. I mean, it's your choice now. And I've already made that choice very clear. My wife's well aware of it. Uh, you should see the clothes I wear. So I think that probably... I don't know if they'd allow me in the other place. But uh, anyways, that's... Uh, so make your choice. Make your choices now. Because that line of demarcation is coming up soon. Or maybe it's staring you right in the fucking face. Look at yourself in the mirror. Is that you? Make a decision. Because if you go to the wrong one, you're going to stick out. That, that's, that's my warning. That is a red ticket blues warning slash guarantee slash threat slash knowledge. All right. All right. Anyways, uh, not I haven't seen a ton of sports, obviously, because of the well, it's the middle of fucking summer and uh, everything sucks and not a lot going on other than the midsummer classic. Oh, it's just it's just a it's just a classic, isn't it? When when they get the ball and the bat together with that fresh green grass and you can really smell the, the history and fathers and sons having catches. It's it's just really something that just tickles the tickles, tickles everything and tickle everything. But it, it, it tickles a lot. It's just it's just what America was born on and all that shit. Uh, the Midsummer Classic was about the only thing. You got some NBA news, some some football news. Ezekiel Elliott uh, involved in some sort of altercation at a bar. I'm shocked. I mean, is a good standing citizen. Plus, Brandon Marshall, which we'll we'll get into a little bit on the Kirk and Callahan show on WEI, a jackass who loves to talk under his own terms. But let's start with baseball and. Uh, the New York Yankees have been shitting the bed, and after we came back from the All Star break, which let's talk about the I didn't see any of the All Star game, and even if I was in the United States, I'd probably watch maybe the first two innings, and the home run derby I did not see at all, but I heard all about it. Oh my god! Oh, it was so good. And this isn't just like, wow, I'm Brian, I'm gonna be negative about this. Listen, Aaron Judge looks like. I mean, it looked like he just dominated there, and it was not even a contest. It was absolute strength and brute. And no one else could even come close to it. And he made it look easy. And Jessica Mendoza went, oh, oh, oh. 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 Exactly. That's how it went. So, 
basically everyone had the we got we got in our uh, you know weekly thing or semi weekly thing bi weekly thing of shitting on Jessica Mendoza, which it's due. Uh, but I, I will say this: uh, the Sunday Night Baseball crew is just as bad. Uh, they're they're equal. I just don't like the fact that we're all supposed to uh, clap for Jessica Mendoza because she's a woman when she's just as terrible as everyone else. I, you got to be honest here. I tried to go at Twitter. I said Doris Burke is great. Jessica Mendoza sucks. Come at me, Twitter. Tell me what's wrong with what I just said. Oh, got him. Uh, but Aaron, <laughs> you should have just seen me hovering around the microphone. Oh, uh-huh. Step back, fam. But Aaron Judge, wow, you would have thought he turned water into wine. He walked on water. He he saved all the orphans. He cured all the lepers. Aaron Judge is very big. Did you know that? He is larger than the iceberg that fell off in Antarctica. He is bigger than anything. Let's take something small and put it to size, to put to scale with Aaron Judge, and you will see a large distinction because Aaron Judge is large. Aaron Judge. We got it. Enough. Now he can't hit shit. I don't want my guys in the home run derby. Yeah, maybe it's true. But Aaron Judge is... uh, I can't put my words together correctly here. I mean, I think you hear me complaining, but what, what I'm trying to say is, can, can, and I don't want to be like, can we pump the brakes? Can we take a step back? I, 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 Aaron Judge is potentially a generational player. And I love that he's on the Yankees. And I love that he's having this amazing year. Looks like a nice guy. Probably has bodies in his basement, just like another nice guy, Derek Jeter. Derek Jeter probably has bodies in his basement. And he, he, he gave them a stone cold stare as he killed them. Yes, that's what, that's what I'm claiming on this podcast now. Derek Jeter's a murderer. Um, speaking of murderers, OJ, next week. Actually, next week. Holy shit. No, it's uh, 18th, 19th, Thursday. The parole hearing of the murderer. Orenthal, the murderer, James Simpson. Parole hearing. But I saw our our, our good friend, uh, the, the New York Yankees residential wife beater, Earl Chapman, walking a run, which on uh, the first Red Sox game, which which is just, it's unforgivable. I'd rather him give up a grand slam than a walk. But he throws 105. Imagine how fast that fist was going at his wife's face, huh? Roldis Chapman, just another, another great human being. And he couldn't find the strike zone the game after, but I, I think yeah, there were no problems after that. But anyways, Tanaka's, uh, Tanaka's game was was was... What's the word I'm looking for? <laughs> was wasted. There we go. And uh, the Yankees still only three and a half games back. Now Tampa Bay has taken over three games. But Yankees still surviving while sucking. Uh, what else going on in baseball? Anything? Again, I mean, that's the only thing I'm really paying attention to. There's no interest in baseball here whatsoever. So I really don't have a ton of comments. What, oh, no, the other thing was uh, Jeffrey Loria. Uh, the, this is, I know it's a few days ago, but suing his own fans. Yes, suing his own fans, the Miami Marlins, just when you think they can't be worse of an organization. They may be worse than the Knicks, in a certain sense. I mean, the Knicks can't do anything. They can't even trade Carmelo Anthony right. Have you ever seen a trade take this long? They're on the two-yard line. They're getting close. They're, they're negotiating. They're on the verge. Just and, and I can understand Carmelo. I guess he got mad at the Knicks saying, you told me I was traded. But don't lie to me. He doesn't want to be there. They don't want him there. Don't, don't make up false narratives. Carmelo. And now, now you have all the Carmelo fans come out too, and they're just like, oh, see, they're going to miss this. How would you want to trade this? Look at that jump shot. It's water. Oh, oh, oh. Yes, I know. Count all the championships. 
Yes, count, count all the guys that love playing with him. Count all the guys that really love being teammates with him. Yes, he hasn't been surrounded with the best talent. Yes, it, 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 it's the same fucking board narrative over, over, Okay, listen, I think we'd all admit, for all parties involved, Carmelo Anthony, she'll play somewhere else. I think we'd agree, uh, would we agree with that? I think it's a great assessment. A great, 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 great assessment. Back to Jeffrey Lawyer for a second, though. Uh, let me see the story here, because I, I, I don't want to try to remember it. Uh, like I can remember most of the stuff. Uh, I guess some season ticket holders, though. He's suing a fan named Kenneth Sack. Nice name. Uh, in Broward County to take a $725,000 building he owns in Oakland Park. It's all part of the same ugly dispute that's led the team to sue at least nine season ticket holders and luxury suite owners since 2003. So the dispute began in 2012 when the Marlins asked season ticket holders to basically sign a contract saying, listen, you're going to keep buying season tickets and we're going to give you like pre and post game buffets and, and, and private parking. And then I guess the the Marlins basically said, well, we're we're backing out of that agreement after you bought our season tickets, so uh, have fun. Uh, so all of a sudden, the parking spaces were gone, and the buffet was stocked with crappy panini night after night. Oh, boy, the horror! But I can understand if you're throwing down serious money, and you're expecting a buffet of uh, massive proportions, a, p- a panini, which everyone eats here. Everyone eats bread, like a long baguette with something in it. And there's barely anything. All these people eat bread, smoke cigarettes, and piss all over the street disgusting um so he's just suing these people he's suing fans at this point i mean again this is worse than the Knicks. jeffrey what oh my god video starts yeah i go, go away pop-ups pop-ups this is what's changing with, with webs not changing that's what websites are i'm sitting here just reading this and then the shirtless man appears and it's some sort of cologne commercial i didn't ask for that i didn't go to the shirtlessman.com commercial do you understand what i'm saying I see Fox News has gone completely, Fox Sports has gone completely video now, and Ken Rosenthal will no longer write, which, I mean, listen, Ken Rosenthal is, is, does a great job. He's the, the former, I guess, well, he's kind of still, you know, Adrian Rosenthal of, of baseball. He breaks stories. When's the last time you said, wow, that Ken Rosenthal piece was just amazing. He's going to keep doing what he does on Twitter, breaking news and writing little blurbs. But I mean, are you, is your life going to, you know, are you going to stop breathing? Are you, you going to start shaking on the floor because you can't read a Ken Rosenthal? Like, you know, it basically an AP report with his his sources thrown into it. There's never really anything of substance unless I'm missing these long form, you know, Ken Rosenthal the articles, these pieces that I, that, that I don't know have been life changing. But seems like a nice guy. I'm not trying to have him lose his job at Fox Sports. But I mean, I don't know. Again, they're talking about WEI today. It's, you know, uh, the whole Twitter, all of the fucking fanboys on Twitter. Have, See, this is a sad day. It's a sad day in journalism. Yeah, I get it. I, I understand what you're saying. But, like, if anyone really cared that much, he would still be writing there. Like, mediums change. It happens. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. D- don't come crying to me. Anyways, uh, this this is a all-time worst podcast, I think. I think it might be. Are we up there? We, we may be. Anyways, uh, let's let's continue to move on because this is getting brutal. So yeah, NBA, Carmelo, uh, I guess it looks like he'll be going to Houston. I don't know. Who knows? Who really knows anything at this point? Uh, Dwight Howard shitting on people on Twitter. I kind of like that a little bit. But uh, I guess, you know what? I'm going to have the shorter podcast with this week. We'll, we'll, we'll jump in with another one next week. And that was uh, Brandon Marshall, who is a guy that I swear, you know, I, I don't mean to minimize uh, mental illness or anything like that, but talk about a guy who has gotten a pass for all of the things he's done, and 
the fact that all of the criminal issues he's been involved in were before all of a sudden cared about men hitting women. Because let's 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 be honest. You can all look at your face. You can all look in the mirror right now. And we can all say when we, you know, 20 years ago, we admit that men hitting women, that's bad. Especially, not especially, but even when our athletes do it, that's bad. But something happened. Ray Rice happened. Then all of a sudden, all of us became so holier than thou. Oh, I can see the halo over all of your fucking heads. Now, it's a big deal. And you know what? I'm partly guilty of it, too. You know, if Aroldis Chapman, with less internet and everything, beat up his wife and pulled a shotgun on her, you know, those details would be lost. And you know what? It wouldn't. I'd hear it once and be like, wow, that's really shitty. Eh, whatever. You know, what do you want me to say? I'm going to be completely honest. Maybe you need to look in the mirror and be honest as well. But all of a sudden, after Ray Rice, we all cared. We all got on our Twitter soapbox and did this. And I'm not saying people are wrong. Yeah, I, I'm going to double down. I'm going to double down on this. Men beating women is wrong. But Brandon Marshall, boy, if he did the stuff now that he did 10 years ago, he wouldn't be in the league. But he's, he, but he's so thoughtful. He's so, he's a smart guy. He's very smart. You, you can tell. I mean, he, he's college educated. I mean, he even did, did some class at Harvard or something or participated in a study. I mean, listen, Brandon Marshall, I mean, he's very thoughtful. He's very engaging. He speaks so well. He's so well-spoken. <laughs> Chris Rock routine. Um, but you, uh, same guy who also said that, you know, with the whole Tom Brady fiasco last year, that black guys and white guys are, you know, they are treated, they're not treated equally in the NFL. Basically referring to Tom Brady, I think when Brady was, uh, the whole thing was thrown out, the whole four games, even though it was reinstituted. But Brady's, that Brandon Marshall came out and said, guys are not treated equally. Look at Tom Brady. So we all know Brandon loves saying stupid things. Even though he loves beating up his girlfriend and beating up past girlfriends and getting involved in altercations, uh, dismantling teams, eh, a little birdie. Uh, Sheldon Richardson, you may not like him and he may be an asshole, uh, but I can tell you who is the most hated on that team. Brandon Marshall. Just a little birdie told me that. But uh, so he went on with Kirk and Callahan and I'll, I'll, I'll give Marshall a pass in this. He probably did not expect this venue to be the uh, place where we're going to start talking about some serious issues. Uh, it was a charity golf classic in Mohegan Sun. So I don't think he expected to uh, start talking about racial issues and maybe his criminal history. He probably expected more of the, well, gee, you know, <laughs> you went from the Jets to the Giants. I guess you don't even have to move. It's the same commute on my terrain. <laughs> and all that slap dick fucking ridiculous stuff. Hey, well, what's it like playing in the NFC again, huh? You must be, whoa, different schemes. But, um... So this is what Marshall sort of opened the nine-minute interview with. I mean, th this was unprovoked. This was Brandon Marshall because he's so thoughtful. He's so engaging. Oh, man. Oh, wow. He really is something. He's in the Ellen show. Oh, oh and he, he has a mental mental illness. So just, just let him do whatever he wants. Okay. Th this was him to open the show. You know, I'm tired of people putting our athletes in boxes, right? You, know, you go on Twitter and you say you make a comment about policy or you say something outside of sports and the first thing fans says is stick, stick to football you know and that's right how, that's how he opened the show okay and then we got into some bullshit you know the giants we I, brian you're not part of the show so they they got into some uh you know back and forth oh you know the giants oh what are you looking for this year the patriots yeah yeah so then they bring up uh you brought this up 
you know, it's a Boston station. There might be some sort of correlation to a Patriots, uh, you know, re- you know, some sort of Patriot related question. And, you know, he did make a comment about it. So then this question was asked. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Admit but, Brady was treated pretty black guys, black guys in America get treated differently. Sure, I mean, I, I, but do you think the, the professional athletes get treated differently? Like when they, when they hand suspensions, they look at it and say, well, this guy's black and this guy's white. I mean, dude, we done with this interview. Let me stop it right there. So now Brandon doesn't want to talk. He doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't want to talk. He wants to, you know, not keep athletes in a box like what happened in Chicago. But but now he doesn't want to talk. It's 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 un it's 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 not we're talking about. It's we're we're here to promote whatever fucking everything Johnny Damon's charity for being weird and kooky. Um, but he doesn't want to talk and. He's just had enough at this point. It says, if you believe black players hold different standards, said absolutely at times. Yes, that's all. It's a fair conversation, isn't it? We talk about Brady, Brendan. We talk about Brady all the time. That's what we do. Yeah, well, change the subject or I'm getting off and dropping the mic. Okay, I guess, well, the other thing we're going to ask him is, do you you think that, uh, in a way, uh, it's Brandon Marshall of the New York Giants joining us, do you think, in a way, luck is not the word I want to use, but if you had been accused, would you have been accused in the past of happening? He then uh, proceeded to spill coffee uh, on on a computer there, but I, I personally think that was completely accidental. But here you have and you and the Yankee and the Yankee fans, the Giants fans, the New York Giants fans out in droves. It's like they release them from a pen, coming out to defend a guy who hasn't even played a game for the New York Giants. New York Giant fans, I'll tell you. They are some of, and maybe you are listening, maybe you're one of them right now. Tell me your fan base isn't some of the most pathetic when it comes to defending, I want to say albatrosses, because Brandon Marshall and Odell Beckham are extremely talented, so it's not really albatrosses, but just guys who who don't get it. They will defend them. Oh, it's a football player. A guy that I'll never meet, but I'll defend him on Twitter till the end of time. They're fucking football players. They're athletes. Can you just admit that that was a bad that was a bad look for him? I think there's a lot of bad things about Brandon Marshall. Do you want me to say that was the worst? No, it wasn't. And do you want me to say Kirk and Callahan, the show, is all about button pushing and, and pushing it to the limit? Yeah, they kind of are. Because you can tell they're obviously going to start asking about his criminal history. And you know what? I can see him getting pissed off me like, come on, let's 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 move on. This has nothing to do with anything at this point. And I don't blame him if he walked off. You're just going to start le- reading a litany of fucking criminal th- things that he did. Well, just, he has to stand up to, but I don't think that's fair to everyone in society. When you go, hi, John, how are you? You're arrested for DUI, then assault. Then, then there's a vandalism charge. I mean, you don't you don't live life like that. Um, but how about that? And again, the Giants fans, I see some Giants fans. Brandon Marshall is going to be a great role model for Odell Beckham. Oh, really? I'd love to see that. I really would. No, I'm not trying to say Brandon Marshall is Pac-Man Jones. I think his younger days are behind him. Like, don't get me wrong. I am not trying to say that a lot of the issues that Brandon Marshall has had, criminal issues, you know, violence issues, those were when he was young. And people are allowed mistakes. But they did happen. You know, and don't say, well, he had a mental illness. You know, Charles Manson probably has a mental illness. He's not getting let out of prison for that. That's where we're at, Brian. We're comparing Brandon Marshall to Charles Manson. That's where we are. Eh. Why not? Who the fuck cares? Did they ever prove that Charles Manson killed anyone? I read Helter Skelter years ago, but I forget. Did they ever really prove that he killed anyone? 
Like, he has to go to... If I'm wrong, maybe they did prove... Again, I, I've read the book. you think I'd remember this, but... Eh, you know. A lot of substances throughout the years. Can't remember it all. Can't remember it all. But anyways, that, that's, that's Brandon Marshall in a nutshell. And the Giant fans will be out in pitchforks and uh, torches and guillotines, whatever, to anyone that would say anything negative about their two diva wide receivers. Oh my God, the horror that anyone have a fucking alternative opinion. So proud of him. He was a defense mechanism. He was walking away from a question he didn't like. You know, give me a fucking break with Brandon Marshall. All right, what is this, 10 minutes on Brandon Marshall in the middle of July? Get over it, Brian. That's the podcast, assholes. So thank you for listening. I love all of you, eh, assholes. I love all of you. Thank you for listening. And uh, it's always a pleasure to speak to you. Remember to leave a review if you really like it. This is my second request. It's very simple. If you haven't done it before, this could be your first time. Isn't that always fun? Come on. Give it a shot. iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play, YouTube, all that shit. And remember, if you want to hear me, I mean, think about all the bullshit I've talked about here and you're not following me on Twitter at BrianBuck13 and at RedTicketBlues. You're missing out. I mean, wow, you are missing out big time because this is what it's all about every day. Just bullshit hot takes flaming. I make LeVar Ball look like a mute. Eh, let's not go that far. Anyways, I'll, uh, I'll see you later ne- next week. Hopefully, uh, we'll get another podcast this week. Hopefully, a little more substance than uh, Brandon Marshall and uh, pissing Barcelona Street, right? Woo! Well, that being said, I'm going to...